Welcome to Neon City, where the lights are bright, but darkness looms. Where Jack Tracer, a former police officer, now a P.I., investigates the strange, eerie, and unknown. Will he be able to save the city? Find out on Neon Nights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. When we last left off, Jack had agreed to take on the case of Rita's brother, Nicholas. After a few celebratory drinks at the Smoky Cat, the beautiful Red offered her services. We find Jack and Red beginning their investigation together. Miss Rothschild had given me her family's address and asked me to call anytime. I decided to start there with the family. Next morning seemed like a great time to me, so I picked up Red and we met our way to the north side of Neon City, where only the richest of the rich lived, and the only thing waiting in your doorway was the milk. We pulled up to a house that would have cost my life savings, if I had one, and looked like it had been pulled straight out of a painting from a fancy hotel. I was surprised when Mrs. Rothschild herself opened the door. Mansion like that, I expected to be greeted by a pair of white gloves looking their nose down at me. Instead, I was met by an older version of Rita, all the stunning with none of the demure. Where Rita could catch you in your tracks, her mother could freeze you there. May I help you? Lady Rothschild, I'm Jack Tracer. I'm a private investigator, and this is my assistant. Partner, Red. I see. Yes, I'm Lydia Rothschild. Please come in, Mr. Tracer and Miss... Red. Would you like something to drink? Tea? Coffee? I can have my butler put on a pot. Oh, Charles! No, um... We're good. Well, then, what can I do for you today? Your daughter, Rita, has asked for my help. Rita? My Rita came to you... What on earth for? She asked me to look into your son, Nicholas. Do you have any idea where he may be spending his time? Nicholas is at school. I don't know why Rita is so concerned. My son is very committed to his studies. I understand that. But she seems to think that he might be in some kind of trouble. Trouble? Oh my, no, that's impossible. We would have heard from him. Have you noticed anything different about him since he started school? Mention any new friends, any new hobbies. Any new girls? Mr. Tracer, of course he has made new friends, and no, he has not mentioned any young women of interest. He did join a club recently, and he has been devoting a lot of his time to it, but I don't think that's of any concern. It's good for a boy to have extracurricular activities. What club? Well, I don't know that he told me the name... Just that it was a group for students who were high achievers. The dean selected Nicholas himself. Oh, you must be very proud. Yes, we are. If only Rita could apply herself as much, we might be able to say the same for both our children. What do you mean? Oh, it's 
Nothing. Rita has just been... Well, she was almost finished at Cordeaux and hasn't shown any promise of choosing a vocation. Or a husband. We were hoping that Nicholas starting at Braswell would pull her away from home a bit more, but she only seems to have grown more attached to him when he moved away. They were very close as children, and I don't think she's ever quite let him grow up. I see. So you think her concern for Nick is just... An overly attached sister worried about her baby brother. I'm sorry she's wasted your time. This is quite embarrassing. Rita knows she's not supposed to be out so late. And on that side of town, my goodness, she's going to get a good talking to. Look, normally I'd agree with you. And in fact, I thought the same thing at first, but... It's at least worth looking into, huh? Your daughter did seem pretty upset. No, now I assure you it's nothing to be concerned about. Thank you for stopping by. My butler will show you out. Mrs. Rothschild, please. Would you at least tell us the name of a few of his friends? A schoolmate, perhaps? Now, you listen here. I've had quite enough of this. You will leave our family alone. Do you understand? Nicholas is just fine and doesn't need to be bothered with this nonsense. Did Rita say she would pay you? Here. Here's ten dollars for your troubles. And if I catch you around here again, I'll have Mr. Rothschild call the authorities. Now, out! My goodness. What do you suppose that was about? I don't know. But I think you might be right. I'm getting a feeling there's something more to this case. Looks like we got to find that professor friend of yours. Maybe he knows Nicholas. I'll give him a ring. So, we have ten bucks. Wanna grab a drink? It's nine in the morning. Of course I do. Red and I find a little cafe on our way to the university. After an Irish coffee or two, Red finally got a hold of her old boyfriend, Thomas Cardell. He's like 101, 102, and 103 professor. He was happy to hear from Red. A little... Too happy for my taste. He arranged a few guest passes for us and told us to meet him on the campus at 11 o'clock sharp. I downed the remainder of my drink and we were on our way. Tommy. My darling. It's been ages. How have you been? Still breaking hearts? Oh, you. Tommy, this is my associate, Jack Tracer. How you doing? Oh, uh, hello, Mr. Tracer. Beautiful campus. Yes, it's certainly breathtaking, isn't it? Built in the late 1800s, Hunter Braswell wanted to create a place where young men could learn... Spare us the history lesson, Professor. Cool it, Jack. My apologies. Well, what brings you here? Need to find Nicholas Rothschild. Know him? Nicholas? Oh, ah, yes. He's a first-year student here. That's right. Do you know where he might be? I'm sorry. I haven't seen him today. He is in my class... Introduction to psychology, diving into the human mind and inner workings of the brain of mankind. A little worried, don't you think? But he isn't in attendance today. Of course, I've got so many students, I can't keep track of all their schedules. Of course. Well, what about his friends? Do you know who he hangs out with? Hmm. You know, I have seen him walking around with a young man named Byron Bronsworth. Quite lucky that Nicholas has befriended him, although... I suppose it was bound to happen eventually. Why is that? Well, the Bronsworth family and the Rothschild family own nearly 50% of the university. They have 
and donated more money and built more departments than any other families I know. Why, their fathers even started a... Oh, never mind. What? No, I shouldn't. Spit it up, Tommy. Lay off, Jack. Look, I'm not really supposed to speak of this. I could get in a lot of trouble. Let's go talk in my office. We headed up to Thomas Cordell's office in the psychology building. Once we finally reached the office, there were several things that seemed strange to me right away. The first thing I noticed was he had this skull with these strange markings engraved on top. He's a psychology professor after all, and who knows about those guys. But what really caught my eye was over his desk. Hanging up on the wall was a large coat of arms, cross swords, and, and all with an inscription in the language I, I couldn't read on the shield. If I had known any better, I could have sworn it was written in blood. So, Thomas, what's with this uh, shield you got here? Cardella family crest? Oh, well, uh... Don't worry about that. All right, Tommy. What is it that the Rothschilds started? Well, as you know, this university has a lot of clubs the students can join. Yes, Mrs. Rothschild mentioned Nicholas was in a club. Well, you've got your normal clubs, chess, debate, beta, things like that. Then you have your lesser-known clubs, the ones no one is supposed to talk about. A secret society. Exactly. Most faculty don't, aren't even aware of... Wait. Is that why you came to talk to me? Of course yes. not. Red, what kind of associate is he? What's going on? Why are you asking all these questions? Tommy, I'm sorry. Look, Thomas, I'm a private investigator, and we're looking into Nicholas Rothschild. His sister came to us, and we're just trying to find out what's going on with her. Investigating what? He's a college kid, Red. Is this really why you wanted to see me? We knew you'd be the only one that could help us, Tommy. Okay, fine. I don't know much about Nicholas, but... If you want to talk to someone, I'd say his buddy, Byron. There'll be a basketball practice right now. Number 13. Tommy, thank you. It was lovely to see you. I wish I could say the same. I'd like you to leave my office now. Tommy? Please. Great to meet you, Tommy. Just swell. Mr. Tracer? Cordella was sweating like a pig by the end of our conversation. We left like asked and headed over to the gymnasium. As his professor had told us, Byron came out wearing his number, 13. The kid looked like your all-American poster boy, tall, blonde, and a jawline that could cut glass. While we waited for practice to end, I went over the facts. So, your bow was not as helpful as we hoped. You think? At least we know Byron can help. And that he and his families are connected to some secret society. What could a bunch of college boys have to hide? They're old money. There's more history than you think. Practice is over. I think that's him right there. Number 13, right? Byron Bronsworth? Yes? I'm Jack Tracer, and this is my partner, Red. We were wondering if we could ask you a few questions. Oh, how did you get in here? Calm down, kid. We just need to talk to you. Look... I don't have the money right now, but I'll have it soon. What the hell are you talking about? I have to get to class. Hey, wait a second. Get back here! He's getting away! Quick, get him! No, 
Oh, no, classes are out. Get out of the way. Move. There are too many of them. It's no use. He's gone. Damn it. Jack, wait. What day is it again? What? Thursday. I think I've seen that kid before. I've got an idea. Jack and Red may have bought themselves some time for now. Meanwhile, Nicholas Rothschild was having a meeting of his own. Assemble here to welcome our initiate to his final trial. Nicholas Rothschild, are you a knight of white or a knight of black? I am a knight of black. Welcome, welcome knight of, of black. black. Brother, take this knife. Offer up your blood and make your first offering to our savior. Thank you, brother. At Sanguis... Maeus et servimus tibi. With our blood we serve you. Exaltable te et sanguis meus. With our blood we raise you. And with my blood you will live again. And with our blood you will live again. Welcome, Nicholas Rostra, Black Knight. Nicholas will fulfill his final trial by removing a traitor from our numbers. Thomas Cardella has betrayed his brothers and must be dealt with. We will see you all at the new moon. For tonight, our duty is done. Good job, Nicholas. I knew you'd make me proud, son. Thank you, Father. Nicholas, you won't have a problem with that, will you? Of... Of course not, Father. Wonderful. Then everything is in motion. Our next meeting may prove to be our most important one yet. What is Rothschild's connection to the Black Knights? What was the coat of arms over Thomas Cardello's desk? Will Nicholas fulfill his duties as a Black Knight? And will Jack and Red figure out a plan to find Nicholas? Find out next time on Neon Knights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. Neon Knights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer was co-created by Will Snyder and Rachel Craig. The episode The Case of the Black Knights was co-written by Rachel Craig and Zoe Michael Stites. Episode directed by Rachel Craig and theme song by Daniel Carl. Jack Tracer was played by Will Snyder. Red was played by Rachel Craig. Lady Rothschild was played by Maureen Yasko. Thomas Cardella was played by Dante Charlton. Byron Bronsworth was played by Evan Henderson. Maxwell Rothschild was played by David Bennett. Alfred Bronsworth was played by Mike Callahan. Nicholas Rothschild was played by C.J. Chapman. And narration was done by John Patrick Bunsell. Be sure to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neon Knights Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer and subscribe to us on iTunes. New episodes every other Wednesday. Thank you for listening.